Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. Melting. And on that note, welcome to episode 19 of the Out of the Basement Podcast. Finally. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks. Maybe almost a month, actually. Yeah. She's just been one. too busy, though. Uh, well, anyways, we, we are the the three people of him. Yeah, the, Devin, the Ra- normal Devin three. Turek. My name, as always, is Devin Turek. Paul Sanders, and myself, Patrick Gleason. Um, Dev picked up a new game called Zombicide. Mm-hmm. That's news, but we'll, we'll go into the normal... No, that's not really news. That's, we, we can do that as part of our, uh, our um, weekend hobby, or month yeah. hobby, in this case. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, let, let's start with that. Um, Patrick, what have you been doing? Not very much, actually. Like, There's a whole bunch of other stuff going on with me right now that I'm uh, dealing with. Uh, so yeah, so what's going to happen when you move? Well, uh, Are we going to Skype you in? We'll be Skyping. We'll be Skyping. Uh, that's in January, so we'll be Skyping in for that. So that, uh, obviously that's been keeping me busy for everything else. So I've not done almost anything except not even planning for Pendragon, which is coming up soon. Yeah, so Patrick's going to be moving at the uh, end of the year, so we've got another five months five or months. so before we have to But I will definitely be Skyping it. in for that, because okay. I'm, I'm not going to give it the podcast or too much fun. I think Paul's been busy on his project at work as well, or school, I should or say. Or projects at Projects. Work. Uh, it's, it's the last month of my, uh, my course, I mean, I so mean, everything's all colliding at the same time, so I've been pretty out of it the last. Yeah. Speaking of which, how's our gaming table coming along? It's not coming along. <laughs> not at all. There's no point in making it now since we don't have any place to put it. So oh, we can always put it in my house. Devin's place. I mean, I know it's really, really far for everybody except me, but yeah. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's because I won't be here anymore, and you're too far out of the West End. And... Yeah. It's it's one it's one degree or the other, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Um, but also, uh, I was going to say I haven't even watched the only movie I've watched in the theaters is Lone Ranger. Okay, let's talk about one way What did you think of it? I actually enjoyed it. I mean, I don't understand where people are, are dissing it a lot. It's like, they got to understand the type of movie they did. I mean, they reinvented Lone Ranger a little bit. Mm. Modernized it. Uh, Johnny Depp does a good job of playing a slightly crazy <laughs> native. But he's kind of playing the same role that he always plays. But it's still not quite as... He's more haunted than he is as Captain Jack Sparrow. Sure. You know. Um, and it, I enjoyed it. Oh, I did see This is the End as well. I don't think we... Uh, we haven't talked about that yet. Okay, that's a great movie. It really is very funny. Um, those who, are not, who haven't seen it or are not familiar with what the premise is, it's basically Hollywood actors who survive the apocalypse. Right. And it's Hollywood actors playing themselves. Caricatures of themselves. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Silly caricatures. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little over the top. It's over People the top. People don't quite act the way they're supposed to. No. I think my favorite character in that entire movie was Emma Watson. Oh, she, <laughs> she was is, hilarious. She is so funny in that movie. Michael Siri at the start is funny. Michael Siri is funny. Because <laughs> you never see him the same anymore. And I'm sorry, I also can't watch a movie with Chatham, or Chatham Tatum, or Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum, anymore without getting that... Weird visual of him right. with Danny McBride, which I'm not going to say more. But apparently, I have to go and watch. You it. have to watch. There are so many great quotes in there that it's... I, I'll, I will look into it. And also, it does a little bit of homage to things like there's a scene in there that's from Ghostbusters, yeah. pretty much. Uh, Watchmen, there's stuff in there, and it's overall 
it was an interesting idea they did, and you could tell everyone had fun doing it. Yeah. Because they had no problem playing character like over the top characters themselves of what people think they're like. And even Aziz and, and Rihanna and all the other people in there had no problem, you know, doing it. Yeah, Rihanna is such a bitch about movie. Oh yeah, it's funny, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and Hermione stole our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, if, just just watch it for Emma Watson if you don't watch oh, it yeah. for anything else. Then there's just. Um, but so that was the best one. I liked that much. That was that was hilarious. But mm-hmm. Lone Ranger, I liked. Yeah, uh, Lone Ranger was a good one. People were like, "Oh, it's slow in places," but. It was development. It, it, it worked to help move the story along. Right, and there was enough background to it that you felt like it was making a real world. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I was going to say for, like, going on the zombie, because there's a lot of zombie movies coming out. I know you're Way not a fan of it. You're not a fan of that. And, oh, we didn't talk about World War Z, because I think we haven't... No, World War Z hadn't come out yet. So, uh, we, uh, all of us have seen World War Z. I have not seen it. Because you're not a zombie fan. I would not actually call this a pure zombie <sighs> movie. The, this is more like... 28 days later. It's an infection. Yeah, right? pretty much. It's yeah. it's not uh, true zombie stuff. Well, it's... don't spoil it. Okay. You're not going to watch it. Not huh? for me, but for everyone else. Well, they've seen enough on the thing. A lot of, like, it's not it's, World War it's Z. It's portrayed they called it... as a zombie. They say the word zombie. But it's not. But I wouldn't consider no. that a zombie. And uh, this is where it, it's... It, it is an interesting movie on its own. I mean, right. it, it is pretty good. You know... But having read the book, right. it's basically, let's take the title and, make, and, and a couple characters and then just do our own. I actually saw the best graphic about the movie as one sphere, the move, sorry, the book as a second sphere, yeah. and the part where they overlap, the only thing that's... All right, and, and it actually lists a bunch of stuff about the movies mm-hmm. in each of the spheres... And the part where they overlap, the only thing they have in common is the title. Yes, pretty much, yes. And that's it. Everything else, 100% of the movie, is completely 100% different than what's in the book. It is. The only thing they have in common is the title. Yes, yeah. that, that's pretty much it. Because, Well, the thing is, I don't know if people who haven't read the book, I'm not going to give spoilers. But I haven't read the book. The book is basically dealing with memoirs after the war. <laughs> so it's, it's people looking back of how their country and they themselves survived the war. Right. Now, as a movie, that couldn't happen because there's way too much there. Right, but they they, they could have done it as like, like a, a series, a series of um, captured or, yeah. or found well, vignettes, or even the HBO specials, like you know, here's a mini series, here's six shows or something like that. That would have worked, right? Um, and and I think it, it could have, it could still be done. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting is the actual writer uh, of the book, uh, Brooks. Mel Brooks? No, Max. Not Mel. Max Brooks. Um, he actually said he didn't mind the movie. Okay. Wait, because a lot of authors and writers get upset if their work is like completely bastardized. Yeah. And which in which case this totally was. Oh, it was. has nothing to do with the book. But he himself he said he enjoyed the movie. Right. So. So I'm sure as a movie, it's it, fine. It is. I'm sure it's no different than any of the uh, the girl who fights zombies movies. Resident Evil. Resident Evil, yes. Uh, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's exactly the same as every one of those movies. Yeah. Because in well, that they also have fast moving zombies. But it's also but they're close. And to, it's also an infection. An infection, yeah. Um, not quite the same, but yeah. Uh, you've also seen Man of Steel finally, which finally, is a surprise. I finally shock. did break down and see Man of Steel, and, and I'm, I'm actually happy how little Kevin, uh, Kevin Costner has to do with that movie, and actually how he. Totally fucks up the role. Really? So that total, that that made me happy 
that he fucked it up that bad. Well, it, it wasn't the fact that he was doing it up, but, but the role that was written for him as Pa Kent yeah. is the exact opposite of the traditional Pa Kent. Pa Kent is the one who instills in Superman civic duty. Yes, yes, that's the whole he, thing. That's, he is the pillar of why Superman well, is the way he That's is. why he was actually in the Midwest, because at the time when they wrote it, you know, they, they thought the cities were not as moral and stuff exactly. like that. So they took the Midwestern, you know, hospitality, small, small yep. town, Absolutely. morals and stuff like that, and that's what got instilled in Superman. Right. So when he goes to the city, Clark Kent seems a little off because he's got that small town, right. you know, mentality right. about him. However, Which, the Kevin Costner role is fuck everybody else, hide yourself, don't save others if it's going to jeopardize yourself. Okay, that, yeah, that's so, that's the exact opposite of what Pa Kent is. And the thing is, like, I mean, like again, when you're dealing with so many years of like decades yeah. of comic history, yes, there's rewrites, there's reboots, but throughout the entire thing for Superman, mm. that stayed. That stayed Constant. exactly. You know, and, and this is where I, I, I tell people, when they do a comic book mo- a movie of comic book heroes, I don't mind if some things get changed sure. here and there, as long as the overall character stays the same idea. Or the central tenets or ideas. You know, it's like Nick Fury, yes, he was originally a, a white character who fought in World War Two, and the reboot is more the guy, black guy who fought in Vietnam. Right. That's that's fine. That's, that's updating fine. it for modern. Exactly, but the basic character yeah. concept, the... the what made him who he is is still the same. Right, he's a fucking badass. Yeah, so when you start changing with Paul Kent, well, that changes Superman's like original view of the world. Correct, and that which explains why in this movie he spends like a decade or something, basically running and hiding from the world, not being a superhero, not saving anyone, doesn't go to college, doesn't become a journalist. What? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what? What? He, instead, he runs around doing odd jobs and every once in a while maybe saves someone. Okay, this is so different, yeah. It's 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 really not a good Superman movie. No. It's, again, something... It was a fun movie. I enjoyed uh, watching it. It'd be and to... Superman did some very traditional Superman things. Okay. Where, you know, he's being beaten down by this gravity-crushing wave. Yeah. He's lost his powers. Well, he hasn't completely lost them, but his powers are being nullified at least. And yet he still manages to dig down and through the strength of his character, persevere. Oh, that works. That, that and, works. and that's fine. That's that Superman. No problem. Just like in the the last Superman movie, he lifts a fucking uh, kryptonite island off Which the ground. Which he should not be able to. Exactly. Have the, power. the kryptonite has, should kill him. Because he has no power with around kryptonite. Right. Yeah. It should at least weaken him. And so he shouldn't be able to lift an entire fucking continent yes. off the ground. Of kryptonite. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not full. Oh, I know, but it's a whole bunch. It has veins of kryptonite. But, right yeah. Uh, anyway, so, again, there are issues with Superman. Well, this is where it goes back. I feel uh, DC has failed for being... Yeah, they're really not very good. They're not doing as well as Marvel. I mean, Marvel didn't do the best when they first started, but they did learn from their mistakes. I actually don't have a problem with any Marvel movie that's ever been played. Oh, really? Have you seen the original Captain America? I love the original Captain America. Oh, my America. God, that was so cheap. But that was before Marvel Studios. Took yes, exactly. Like, that was done by another company using the, yeah. the Marvel That's back in the day when they... Yeah, I'm they talking about movies that Marvel has put out first oh. through other people. Oh, yeah. And then through their the own one I had a problem with was Fantastic Four. That was, yeah, Fantastic Four is okay. I like. I actually like the second one. Yeah, but again, Doctor, this is where I have an issue with Doctor Doom. Yeah, they made him into a mutated person. Right. And Doctor Doom never was that. I mean, right. you want to again change his history, his a little bit of his background, fine. But the fact is, he's a normal guy yeah. with really smart with a, a, uh, access to high advanced technology and also magic and magic. Um, 
I'll sorry, guys, I'm coughing because I'm sick. Sorry. But we're also like, let's switch into upcoming movies. I'm looking forward to Wolverine, Red 2, Wolverine especially. Uh, yeah, Wolverine opened this weekend. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll probably go see it tomorrow. And then uh, Elysium as well with Matt Damon. And Elysium looks Elysium. incredible. Yeah, and it's made by the guy that. who did uh, District 9. Yes. And you can actually see some of the similarities oh, yes. in yes. how the filming was done. Yeah. It's very District 9 At least the, the parts on the earth. Yeah. Now the other, uh, I was going to talk a little bit about the cyberpunk thing, just because now what's coming with the NSA with the prism and all that of mm-hmm. watching stuff. Remember, like there's not very many cyberpunk was a big genre for a while for uh, the novels, mm-hmm. and there was a few movies as well, but there wasn't too many. Yeah, I suppose. No, there wasn't too many games. There was. There were a ton of games actually. Yeah. That that dealt in the cyberpunk. Genre. Right, but there's only two really big ones. Okay, there were two big. Shadowrun and cyberpunk. And I actually, in News and Rumors, I'm going to talk about... Actually, I suppose it doesn't have to be News and Rumors anymore because it came out and I spent the last three or four days playing it. Shadow One Returns. Yes, I heard game. it. Yeah, where you can actually start designing your own uh, modules or scenarios. Yeah, they, 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 have, they have a editor that you can download and then you can make your own scenarios out of it. Um, no one's done it yet. Like, there are, there's nothing released for it yeah, yet. But there's only one storyline. Okay. But as part of the Kickstarter, I got... A couple extra codes, so if people oh, nice. want to start playing it, they oh, haven't tried it yet. Okay. And you have Steam, and you're my Steam friend. Oh, yeah. Are, are you oh, my here. Steam friend? I'll go on to Steam. <laughs> 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 well, let him finish his school first. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't had a lot of time um, to do anything. Yes. Now, so anyways, I was going to say, because like there are different ideas behind there. Shadowrun was the there's, magic. There's a huge difference between Shadowrun and Cyberpunk. Yes. Cyberpunk was more pure what the Cyberpunk idea was. It's, right. It's, uh, it's physical... And technology put together. Yes. And that was interesting because they had the idea where uh, corporations would start running, you know, the police and the military and stuff like that. Uh, I believe we saw that as early as RoboCop. Right. Possibly even earlier. And speaking of RoboCop, Detroit's up for sale. The city of Detroit? Yes. They went for sale. They went for bankruptcy. They went for bankruptcy. How how does a city get bought? Well, it hasn't been bought yet. But how, how would someone or... or well, they're bankrupt. Entity, $18 billion is what they're, they're getting. $18 million. $18 billion. Who has $18 billion to throw around Buffett's, to buy a city? Gates. The Koch uh, brothers. I don't know if the, Gates the has brothers. $18 billion. Yes, he does. He's got over $50 billion in assets. $50 billion, really? Yes. But in assets, though, he'd have to liquidate them. I don't know. To buy a whole city? <laughs> I mean... Why, what? Gates Town. want a city? OCP. I would rather OC, buy an no, no, OCP with Detroit. They run the city. They yeah. run the police. They run the hospitals. Everything. This is where you could see it happening. <laughs> now, I don't know what's going to actually happen with right. Detroit, but yeah, they declared bankruptcy, and it's eighteen billion dollars. Uh, the creditors refuse to accept any sort of agreement. So it's, it, you know, I don't want to get into the social issues. It's basically trying to crush all the unions and stuff like that. Okay. But the fact is, it's an interesting idea for the cyberpunk one because you got a city for sale. So if you had, for some reason. Like Buffett or Gates or the Koch brothers, who decided we want to fucking buy a city. What would be stopping them? And then they could run their own city. It's like it's Koch Town. Yeah, but they would still have to adhere to the raw laws and rules and regulations of the country they're in. They, yeah. they they're not seceding from the country. Yeah, but they still the municipality. They can run their own, make their own laws in the city, municipal laws. But provincial, sorry, state laws and and then federal laws would still trump anything done. Uh, not all of them. Remember, that's where the issue with states and federal comes into. Uh, some some state laws actually override federal laws and reverse. So, no, uh, so anyways, yeah, that, that I thought was interesting, actually. As I said, a city might be up for sale, which, which would lead to the cyberpunk idea, or RoboCop. And speaking of RoboCop, there is actually a new RoboCop in the works. Yep. 
the uh, his costume looks terrible. Terrible. Yes. Terrible. It's horrible. It is basically like a superhero costume. Like yeah. he's wearing Kevlar armor as opposed to what the hell? Oh, you haven't seen the pictures? No. It's yeah, they're look, terrible. It looks like it's basically like ex- padded Kevlar armor instead of the Robocop, you know, cyborg body. It, it no fan who's seen the picture That's is like, happy. Yeah, it it, 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 it does trash. not look good at all. No. I mean, the Ed 2000 pictures do look good. I've seen pictures of the, Ed two, the new Ed 2000. They look sweet. They but do. why would there be a new Ed 2000? Are they rebooting it? Yeah, they're rebooting the RoboCop thing. Why not just add on to it? You don't need to completely do it from scratch. Uh, uh, because it's Hollywood. Let's reboot something already. But the costume, his outfit, is horrible. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the zombie side game we actually played? or No, that would be... Well, we're all over the place now. Who cares? Actually, this is, why, why, why don't we stay on? Because Shadow to be Rose. honest, we've only asked Pat what he's done in the last little while, and somehow we went to movies. Because <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm just sitting here patiently waiting my turn. Okay, not well, get there. Paul, I thought the whole point of how you, you haven't done anything because you've been in school. Yet, but I still want to say I haven't done anything. <laughs> wow, thanks for that, there, Paul. Paul I, has done I've nothing. Played a little Star Wars. That's it. Are you are you still enjoying Star Wars? Uh, yeah, kind of. I don't know. I, okay. I think that without a group, I, I'm finding it hard to just go in and do anything. I'm yeah, kind of I don't, I don't but, play unless I have someone else to play with. Yeah. Because that's the online computer one. Correct. Have you bought the new role-playing Star Wars one? I have not. Okay. I thought you were in the Kickstarter for that. No, there was no Kickstarter. Oh, there's no I was waiting for it to be released because it's put up by Fantasy Flight Games. Yeah. The only places I can get it are on Amazon at the moment. Or Fandom 2. I suppose I could go and pay crazy, crazy prices on, on fandom, or I could buy it online in the States and pay much, much less than what even Fantasy Flight Games is charging. True. Normally. If it were being sold by Amazon, I could at least get free shipping out of it, but I don't even have that option anymore because it's being sold by a, a site, like a, a, web, a web store, through Amazon. Okay. So then they're charging you on shipping, too, so you get dinged on that. And you get dinged on sales tax okay, because yeah. it happens to be in the state. That like, it's just... Great. So I have not bought it, is what I'm saying. Um, I don't know if I actually will. Well, I was going to say, because for me, once I move, the game is going to be a little bit harder, because I'll be studying, focusing on studying. Right, and you'll be three provinces away. Yeah. Yes. So, there'll be a lot of play Skyping. for the weekend, Pat. Come on. We're going to play Pendragon. Yeah. Hey, if, actually, if you guys actually paid me, I would actually buy the tickets as opposed to pay me money, and then tsh, not... <laughs> Buy tickets, not give money back, and never talk about coming down again yep. to run the game. Sorry, that I'm may not, have happened. I'm not gonna. That may have happened. I'm not gonna mention names. Yeah. I don't think he's actually listening. No, but, it probably isn't. But other people who know the story would go, "Oh yeah, we know who that is." Um, but I also like I can run Skype for the Pendragon and stuff like that. And yeah, but it's, it's a lot tougher to not be. It is. There. It is. Like, even even when we do Pendragon and we Skype in one person... It's hard. It's not the GM. Yeah. Like, everyone else yes. is in the room together. Oh, exactly, yes. He's just kind of off on his own yeah. thing and, and interjecting yeah. The GM on. is sort of... Kind of key. Kind of key, because it's, it's hard. Then you can't yeah. do small combos on the side and... You know, but we'll try for a while. Yeah, just we'll see. see. Um, <coughs> now, will you have a car when you're out there? No. What's going on with the car? That's dead, dude. It's... It needs a thousand dollars worth of repairs. It's on mine. Huh. Okay, so Zombicide. Yes. It's a board game. We Wait, played. no, hold on. Cyberpunk. 
Cyberpunk. Last thing we were talking about okay. was Cyberpunk. Right. And you, and you mentioned the other system Shadow that Run. dealt in the same kind of genre. Yeah, which was actually... Shadow Shadow Run is interesting. Now, let's talk about how it's a completely different oh, game. Oh, it is. Um, it is not a cyberpunk world, but a post-apocalyptic sort of... Uh, where, it's not really apocalyptic, well, no, but it's, it's post-modern. Post well, what happens is the fantasy world comes again and... and Joins into Correct. the modern world, so you have orcs, <coughs> elves, dragons, and and magic, yes. in huh. with high technology. So yes. you've got the cyberpunk, you've got the cyberpunk mixture as well as mages. And what happens is the United States and everything breaks down because with magic, uh, the native populations and stuff like that start having access, so they break apart and succeed and stuff like that. With uh, areas of, you know. The, the southern states having an area, the, the the Native Americans, the Mexicans with their magic breaking apart and, and having control, and the elves having their own little area, and Ireland with the fae, of course, you know, mm -hmm. back there, and dragons running a whole bunch of stuff. So you got orc cab drivers, uh, you know, elf <laughs> bouncers and stuff like that. So it's like let's like, let's take all science fiction and fantasy and just jumble it all together into yeah. a big bag. Correct. What's interesting uh, is uh, years and years ago, I was with a couple of people and we wrote a thing called uh, Bloodlands, where it was sort of that idea. Like, and seriously, when when Shadowrun came out, we're all like, "What the hell, man?" We started had like it wasn't this, exactly the right. same idea, but it was pretty much what happens if there was magic and and stuff in in technology. And um, it's interesting. I mean. They both had uh, an interesting idea. The one problem with Cyberpunk was when you're running the deckers or the uh, the hackers, yeah. when you were doing that sort of combat, that took place. You had to finish that first and then moved on to the normal combat, mm -hmm. which meant whoever was running the, the hacker or the decker, there was nothing else going on. And it took place in microseconds. So you had to finish that before you could do the other ones. Shadowrun changed it where it was happening simultaneous to at least make it I, you know, for in tabletop combat, if one person's the only one focused for an hour, yeah. it gets really boring. Yeah, for, especially for everyone. Well, everyone else, you're just like, okay, he's still not finished the mission, and we can't do anything until he's done, so we'll just wait. And everyone knows, no matter how well the game tries to do combat, that's where things slow down. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you can you try and stream like if you start to streamline it down for not worrying about realism or stuff like that which tries to make it speedier, but then you lose the feel of the grittiness and stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes. Although, I think that's the Star Wars game we were playing. Star Wars was pretty well. Uh, did a, a, a decent job of yeah, trying to at least put in the cinematics. You've played both, too, right, Dev? You did Sh Cyberpunk uh, and Shadowrun? I've actually never played Shadowrun as the a role tabletop game. Tabletop, yeah. You've done the computer games. I, I, have, I have not played the previous computer games okay. either. I, I knew about the, the background and the history. I've read a lot of the books about it. Like, yeah. they're, they're actual novels about it that yeah. were written. And they're not bad. And were really well written yeah. for young adults. Exactly. In the 80s. Yes. But if, or I, uh, maybe 90s. But it, so if you're into that sort of um, yeah. genre, the, and you, you can, I'm sure you can still find them, those were a good read. Um, now, I want to talk about how this new Shadowrun game, the, or the Shadowrun universe, From is. Steam, right? Forget about that. But the, the Shadowrun universe itself yeah. is still similar to Cyberpunk in that, much like Cyberpunk, again, there are big corporations that rule everything. Um, and you play kind of street-level people who aren't part of the system. Mm -hmm. So you are a either a, by yourself or with a group of people, you're almost like a mercenary. Well, an outsider. You're not part of right. the system. You're not part of the system. And then, so you are a shadow runner, which is why the game's called Shadowrun. 
So you do like secret missions where you try to find information for other people, or you go and do break break and enters into corporate. Headquarters but that's it. You're to, you're against the system. Right. You're not and, and the same cyberpunk actually. Exactly the same. You're being that's high, why you put them together in the same genre, even though one has magic and one is pure technology. But I was going to say that's the way most games are, where you play the underdog mm-hmm. against. Because if you look at Star Wars, right, you're always uh, playing rebels, or you're, you're usually playing play rebels. rebels. I mean, we did one where. Uh, for cyberpunk, was it cyberpunk? Yeah, where they were part of the system. Right. Because it's, it's, it's... When you have all the advantages, then what's the point? Yeah. Well, you're still going to have some stories and stuff like that. You I might guess. become... Well, it's like an SLA, which is, again, sort of similar if, if you broaden it out to cyberpunk and Shadowrun. Yeah, SLA similar. is similar ideas where it's like a, the totalitarian war... The totalitarian... Bleh. Totalitarian? Uh, system. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> and there's advanced technologies, and mm-hmm. but and that one's interesting because it's it's basically Big Brother and the in the uh, re- idea or survivor game where you are the media you're the person the media wants to watch do your combat right and and that's been SLA that's all you are you're pretty much you're trying to make more attention for yourself yeah it's almost like you're a gladiator yeah trying to get more ratings basically. Exactly. By, by doing cool yeah. missions. And, but again, you're, you're still not... You're technically working for the government or the, 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 corp. the, the corporation, but on the outside again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, at least you start off as a relatively unknown yeah. guy just trying to make it in the world. Yeah. Great uh, game, by the way. SLA like, was quite good. Yeah, it was quite interesting. Hmm. Can we talk about Zombicide now? Um, yeah, okay, fine. Let's talk about Zombicide. Because I'm tired, so I'm just... So, today, we, we decided to play board games, and the board game of choice, because we had never tried it before, was Zombicide. So, I ran into Zombicide for the first time at Adepticon in April of this year, where every single day, at least one group was playing it. Yeah. So, you really couldn't get away from Zombicide. It's, um, well, because it's, it's not like dead, the Walking Dead game. Uh, it's, it's faster... And I find easier to play. Okay. The, the Walking Dead can be fun, but it's not cooperative. Like, you uh, are pretty much, you're, you're, you're trying to get, win by yourself. Okay. Zombicide, again, is where you have to be cooperative to win as a whole group. I find that cooperative game, I, I, there are two types of board games that I really, really like. The games where you all play together as a cooperative group and all try to win, or games where you intentionally try to screw each other Munchkin. over. Right. So those are the two extremes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where if it's just you by yourself and you're playing against other people, and then depending on outcomes of die rolls or cards that you pick up or whatever, whatever the mechanic is, you happen to win that way, that's fun. That's okay. But it's far more fun when you can screw over oh, yes. your opponents. Well, Munchkin's designed to be... Yeah, exactly. You, you try to do everything you can to... to stop post- your opponents yeah. from getting anything. It's funny. It's, it's like I really enjoy Munchkin, and I have never won that game. No, ever. Not even come close. But it, but the thing well, is, one played what three times? Yeah, Munchkin's. I know, but but Munchkin's also one where even come close. It's random to win or lose because you can go up levels like this or right. down levels like that. Yeah. Sorry, we're back. We took a quick break and we lost focus of where actually we were in like a minute. We are so with it today. Um, oh, boy. Anyways, so Zombicide is a cooperative game. Yes. And it works actually quite well. We uh, we played the tutorial, which is just the basic idea of mm-hmm. how the game is played, and we thought it was interesting. Um, 
We each play two characters, as they suggest. Yeah, uh, the way it's set up is if you have one player, then you each play, f then he plays four characters. Yeah. If you have two players, everyone's playing three characters. If you have three players, everyone's playing two. If you have four or more, everyone plays a single guy. Now, this is where it's interesting, because in, in Zombicide, you have the different types of zombies in this one. You have the, the standard slow mover mm -hmm. ones. You have the fast runners. Mm -hmm. You have the slightly tougher ones called fatties in this one. And then you actually have also uh, one abomination. The giant abomination. The John, which is like sort of the Resident Evil mixture sort of creature. Sure. But like I said, this covers pretty much all the different types of zombies we've seen in most fiction. Right, and I yeah. think that's what they were going for. That's what they're going for. And uh, you have, again, the different characters who have the different abilities and stuff like that. They covered pretty well. Yeah, they balanced it very nicely. Yeah. And we found, yeah, working together with different groups and different teams. It was interesting, though, because we started coming up with backgrounds for the characters yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I think we had a lot of, we had a lot of fun for yeah. with the backgrounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> especially your two. Yeah. Yeah, Ned, the homeless, the homeless uh, uh, hobo guy with veteran, the, you know, veteran, and then and Doug, the guy who snapped, the postal guy who snapped. Yeah, Doug, was, was he a postal worker? No, 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 no he was like an office worker, but he's carrying like two bloody Uzis and all this okay. other stuff. He just I, looked, I like, thought some crazy guy. That it looks like he was wearing a uniform just on his uh, character sheet. No, it's a, and then maybe he was a cop. No, it's a guy no. from like um, just like an office Michael, worker, Michael Douglas from Falling Down. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's got the pocket protector and the pants oh, okay. going on. He's like yeah. the classic, like, nerd type. Yeah, like I was joking, he's, he's like shooting around going, oh, wait, it's zombies? I thought it was just, you know, uh, yeah, I was shooting zombies. Yeah, that's, that's the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, by the way, was a fantastic movie. Falling Down? Falling it down. was an interesting, it was very well done. It was uh, another one you should have to watch eventually, yeah, they're called. I'll get to it. But uh, you really should have like a list that you write down of all the movies we suggest for you to watch. You know how long it would take you to watch all the movies we suggest, don't you? I will. I will, I will I open to, the memo feature in my phone. Right to backtrack now. a bit, speaking of movies, I have been watching some short uh, sci-fi movies on YouTube and stuff like that, mm -hmm. like Sentinel and a couple other ones. Actually, I've linked a couple of really good Star Wars ones on our okay. uh, on our webpage. But they're actually interesting because like Facebook page. Yeah, because there's a few nice. Uh, I should start linking as well because there's a, uh, I found a couple of interesting short sci-fi ones mm -hmm. that like 10 minutes or so that are better than Avatar but just not hard to do because I hate Avatar and uh, Prometheus is another one that it's uh, there's people at work that oh Prometheus was well done and I'm like uh, yeah well you should direct them to our podcast I, should, I told them that and speaking of podcasts and movies we still want fans to write in What's the next movie we should view and and, and critique? critique? Yeah, critique. absolutely. Um, or just write in anything. Just let us yeah. know you're listening. We are still supposed to be working on our top five movies of different genres. Well, I've got my first genre ready to go right now. Which is the genre? What's the genre? The genre is high school comedies. High school comedies. High school comedies slash uh, rom-coms. No, no, those are different. High school comedies are different from rom-coms. Well, then I guess they would technically be rom-coms. Oh, no, let's go with the high school comedies. I don't have high school comedies then. Sure you do. I guess maybe super bad. She's all that. I never liked she's all that. But that's another one. Like, okay. No, but that, that's more of a rom-com though. That's not a comedy. That's a high school comedy though. It takes place in high school. Yes, but it's, it's technically so does a high school rom-com. That would also take place in high school. But if it has any romantic... See, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. High, it has to be high school movie. Any, yes. Like, not just rom-com, but a comedy, but anything to do with the high school... Fine. I've got my five. Okay. I don't have that yet. I'll have to think about that. But, listeners, 
Send us your top five as well of the top high school comedy rom-coms. Okay. Even dramas count. Yeah. No? Whatever. Okay. Um, but also, what movie would you like us to, to critique? We'll bring in more people who, uh, who can, you know, like or dislike the movie. Uh -huh. um, do we have any rules for the type of movie that we want to critique? Like, it can't be a super bad one like Highlander 2, because that just is just so bad that there's no point critiquing it. I think it would. It might be better if it was something current, maybe. So more people can get involved. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, like Highlander Two is way back. Okay. Back. Also, should we do things like critique? It has to be like a big budget ones because those are the ones we've gone after so yeah, far. That's, but that's true. You don't want you don't want like a crappy low budget film because. Well, things like okay, Boondock Saints is one that lower budget but is pretty well written. Yeah, I don't think anyone hates Boondock Saints. No. It has to be a movie that's polarizing. Exactly. Like Titanic. I've never seen Titanic. It's a terrible movie. It is a terrible movie. Well, was, yeah. Okay, Titanic, yeah, but all women love it. Uh, no. No? No. <laughs> the, women, the kind of women that we enjoy hanging out with don't like are the kind of women that usually hate that movie because it's stupid. <laughs> um, okay. We're not going to do Titanic. <laughs> We're not doing Titanic. Because no. I've not watched it and I'm not planning to. If you thought, if you thought it... Uh, Avatar was bad. <coughs> At least yes. Avatar had some redeeming qualities in that it was visually fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Titanic has nothing other than a partially naked Kate Winslet. It's like which, I'm, I'm not going to lie, that's a good scene and I enjoy looking at it. <laughs> but it's not enough to carry me through three hours of garbage. I'm watching the boats. Oh, I've got news and rumors. Oh. Okay. And I think I linked this um, on Facebook again. <clears throat> the Crappio has, uh, sorry, Leonardo DiCaprio has turned down an offer to do the next Star Wars movie because he's much more interested in doing a live-action Robotech movie. Are you serious? I am serious. I'm fine with it. Oh. I was a little bit pissed you said he turned down Star, Star Wars. Until you found out what he turned well, it down for. The thing is, I... For a while, I didn't like Leonardo DiCaprio because he, the, the, the roles he was taking. I've actually never disliked Leonardo DiCaprio. I've liked, I think, every movie I've seen him in. Titanic? Okay, barring the garbage that is Titanic. Yeah. The, my favorite movie that he was in was Catch Me If You Can. I, that, that is actually guys, quite good. Loved him. him and Tom Hanks um, together. Oh, my favorite movie awesome. that Leonardo DiCaprio was in is Blood Diamonds. Yeah. Or, that was a good one, too. You know, but if there's... I think, yeah, I'm yeah, sure it was, it was called Blood Diamonds. It was Blood Diamonds, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, we got off topic. So that's what I know. So that'd be interesting yeah. to see him in... Uh, and it, it kind of gives traction to that they are actually working on a live-action Robotech. Yeah. Because Robotech is so incredible a background story yeah. that I think more people need well, to be introduced to it. Also, on that vein, I'd like to see... Like, here's the problem, though. Battletech is another one I'd love to see yeah. movies being done. Yeah. The pro there's too much to choose from, though. Yeah. Because you have yes. the, the fourth succession war, the clan wars. And so, there's, there's so much... You'd have to start pre-clan. You'd, You'd have, have to. Have to. Oh, in fact, I think I would start uh, maybe even Com Comstar era. Com yes. Or Com League. Well, what, well, what was the old one? Star League. Uh, Star League. Star League. Star I, I might even start Star League. Yet. Well, the end. Start off where the Star League ends, mm -hmm. and then the, the the interesting thing is is that there's so much backstory into that. Yeah. It's, it's like they could literally start there, a movie a year. They, they could make they could do a chain of movies mm -hmm. off of that, and yeah. it would just keep going. And I'm pretty sure it'd be a moneymaker. I'm pretty sure. It depends on how well they do the visuals. Yeah. See, the yeah. problem is also they need the first one to be really well done to right. get people's attention. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in which case, maybe Sorry. they should start later on but and it, then go backwards. Yeah, well, they could do that. They could do that. I mean, well, like, you saw how well Pacific Rim went over. It's 
not the same, but it's kind of got yeah. the same kind of. I, well, I still yeah, I agree with Dev. I and you, they, they should start when it's the Succession Wars when each individual person is their mech is their their family's right. lineage, yeah, the Dark Age, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then do flashbacks of what the Star League was like, right? And then yeah. do and then you have a couple of movies where you show the different houses, yeah, and their little wars going on, and then you can either do the fourth Succession War alone. In, and then start introducing the clans. Yeah, I think clans themselves should come, like maybe like four or five. And also movies you, down. Yeah. And also, well, the thing is, you can also do a whole s- couple series of movies of the clans. You know, the more we talk about this, it sounds like more and more like maybe it should be a TV show. Yeah. Almost. But like an HBO high, oh, high yeah. budget. Yeah, exactly. Like in- intricately well done. You know who would do well graphics. in there? Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get Bruce in there one time, man. Not in Robotech. Oh, God. Or Battletech. <laughs> Mech Warrior. <coughs> Mech Warrior. Um, Mech Warrior. Well, that's just it. It'd be Battletech or Mech Warrior. Because yeah. there's the... That's where people get confused. Like, there's... It's... Mech Warrior is... Same universe. But it was the, the, the computer game where you're actually controlling the mech. Yeah, but it's also based on the role-playing game they yes. introduced yeah. to make it more than just a tabletop exactly. miniature game. Yes. That's exactly because that was there. You play the mech warrior as opposed to Battletech, where you're playing a lance. A but lance. basically, you're you're playing four or five machines at a yes. time. Wasn't that Mech Commander? Mech Commander was a video game. It was a video game. That was an incredibly. Good it game. was absolutely. I, I, to this day, I still love it. If I if it worked on my machine, I would still play it. I tried to install it recently. Uh, I'm gonna have to start getting nice. dinner ready, guys. So we're gonna have to get ready to. Oh, we still have time. Um, <laughs> you you can start getting get it ready. We'll just I, keep I'm talking. gonna make noise though. That's the thing. Well, don't uh-huh. just just make sure you do it quietly. <laughs> oh, thank you. Just do things quietly. Yeah. What is, what has people said? I'm the quiet type. No one has ever said you were talking yeah, quiet. Ever, thank you. Um, what I was gonna say, however, is the thing I like most about Pacific Rim is the fact that it's the first movie we've seen maybe in the last couple of years. That is like a big blockbuster movie that is a brand new IP. Yeah. It has no ties yes. to any movie. It has no ties to any video game. It book? has no ties <coughs> to any book. No. It is just a, its a new own thing. Which, new which universe. Yeah. Well, no, you're right. That is, it's, and I love that. When's the last time we saw a Hollywood blockbuster movie? Right. Like that. I mean, exactly. That Avatar, is it, and it's, not, and it's not a sequel. Yeah, well, I was going to say Avatar was one, but you're right. Yeah, fair enough. Avatar. Even though it's a crappy movie, but but it was also a, a decade ago. Well, you can you can call it a crappy movie, but it well, made, was like five it, or six years. It ago. made it yeah. made a ridiculous old. amount of money. But again, just because it makes money doesn't make it good. No, no. McDonald's I, makes how many billions of dollars well, a year? Know, and what I'm saying is, food. is like, is they they jumped, tasty food. They jumped out of the whole. The whole cookie cutter type mm-hmm. thing that well, that I mean, I understand from. where Hollywood comes from because it is a risk because you're talking yeah. a lot of money, right? And they don't take risks anymore. No, they don't like to because it's if you tank, you're out hundred million dollars. Yeah, that's that's a, studios have died because of, sure. of things like yeah. that. So, but no, Pacific Rim is nice to see that they're willing to try something. I mean, they, because yeah, the last one was a battleship based in the Hasbro freaking right, game. Exactly, oh, yeah. exactly, was, and they was, even did the whole oh, I fire a B three. Yeah. B7. <laughs> you suck my ballot. Well, they didn't say you suck my ballot. But, but yeah. it was a direct hit on the alien. Like, it was just, it was so ridiculous. That movie was so bad. But it was, like, so bad that it's not even fun to watch anymore. No. We're not critiquing that one, are we? No, we won't okay. do that. Anyways, viewers, yeah. send in critiqued yeah. movie yeah. ideas for us. I'm saying thank you because I'm going to go get stuff ready. Apparently, we're calling it a night. 
so early. We just started. <laughs> we just started. We've been for almost an hour. Paul, what do you have to say? What do I have to say? Correct. Now we're like Why are we stopping now? <laughs> That's what I have to I say. I would like to make some noise. You always make noise. <laughs> we just had this conversation. <laughs> How about just what do you have to contribute to the podcast? What do I have to contribute to the podcast? I don't know. Freaking You're under pressure. What I have to contribute to the podcast. Put me on the spot. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I agree with most of whatever you guys were saying. <laughs> it's random. So at this point, we're just going to call it a night. <laughs> And say, uh, we'll see you next time, and hopefully it won't be another month. Yeah, hopefully not. Thanks, all. Cheers. Yeah, so. No, I was thinking maybe. Because the thing is also. Now, okay. if you can get like a $10,000 loan, I'll happily sell you my car. I'm already going to debt for school. Why would I go further in debt to get a buy your car that also that I couldn't park there without paying seven hundred dollars for this half a semester? I know. <laughs> I'll probably cut that out too. Yeah. Um Deb, are you working yet or anything new? Um, I actually start a new job on the 6th of August. Nice. I totally forgot to tell you guys about yeah. that. Yeah, nice. I went on an, to an interview. Again, this is not stuff that's going to be on the podcast. I'm just going to cut it out. Why not? It's part of our lives. Yeah. It shows you're out of the basement. It shows you're actually working as opposed to sitting at home doing nothing <laughs> but masturbating and playing games. I mean, I'm sure you're still doing that, but... <laughs> Keep that in, by the way. I don't think I will. No, I want that in. I think I'm going to cut all of this out. Would you masturbate in playing games? I'm going to say masturbate in playing games a lot, so you have no choice but to put that in there. As long as you keep saying it in little sections, and little chunks like that, <laughs> when no one else is talking. Well, masturbating. <laughs> They'll have no problem cutting it out. We're in HTML, right? Or, yeah. yeah. Or just keep Anyway.